0: So what are your thoughts on 2022? 2022 was a good year for Kim. How was yours? Um, I feel like I was forced to be an adult and I'm not too sure I liked it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, that would make it rough. I think
1: I, uh, forced myself to do adulting, but I feel accomplished. (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) I
0: (laughs) did not like every step of the way. This, this was my prep year for next year.
1: Oh, is there anything about 2022 looking back that you feel
0: really proud of? The BLs. (laughs)
1: hi i'm banana and i'm kim and And together together we are friend sip where we endeavor to quench our unending thirst for BL. bl Uh, We had a fun idea, I guess, going into the new year. We were looking back at all of the series that he, we have watched this year. All of them. All of them. Because we watched... A lot. A lot. Quite a bit. Um, and so we f- we thought it'd be fun to go back, recap, look at the things we did. And then we thought, hey, what were our top five?
0: And that's a hard one. It's super hard, actually.
1: <laughs> we had to give, like, uh, notable mentions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This was a good year for BL. Ooh,
0: it was. It, it was, was a, a very really good, good year. year for BL. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, all right, so I guess without further ado, what was your number five?
0: My number five, got to look at the list here, On <laughs> Enchante. Oh. I know it didn't do as well as many of the other series out there, but the dynamics between the actors, like Forrest and Book, like, That moved something in me that is still with me as we go into 2023.
1: Yeah, I remember uh, there were a couple of scenes in it that we really felt our hearts going doki-doki during, (laughs) yeah.
0: and We really, we really fell hard for that series for a while. Yeah. Like, obsessed. Obsessed. (laughs) I think for the beginning, for me. I don't know if it was the but, beginning, but like a couple episodes in and we really, it was like, oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah I really
0: love their chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really excited going into 2023 for mm-hmm. some Book Get 2 series together, yes. at least. And so, uh, yeah, I cannot wait to see how this will play out for them. I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm super stoked because they're a really, really good duo. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what's your number five? <sighs> All right. My number five is actually Ken Porsche. Hey! Yeah, so Porsche, I think, as everyone who's anyone (laughs) (laughs) knows, uh, was just a really... It's like, if you didn't
0: watch it, you were wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You're behind. You're
1: behind. (laughs) Um, I think that Porsche was really stellar. Honestly, I feel like Porsche is the first of its kind. I don't know really how to explain it, but it kind of took on, like, it felt big budget. It mm-hmm. felt like it had a director of photography. Yeah. It felt like it had, you know I feel like I, they, they really
0: launched BLs into the The Raise the Bar. The the <laughs> the gritty area yeah. era. Era. The gritty era. Yeah. Um, yeah, because before we were getting a lot of, you know, like school, fluff. Mm-hmm. You know, very, you know, kind of like, you know, just comfort series yeah. to watch. And with Kin Porsche, it was like, "Uh, yeah, no, here we're doing a mafia story with betrayal and blood and and we had, very imperfect dynamics,
1: yeah, i sorry, I was just gonna say we had gotten mafia before, but I feel like when compared to Kin Porsche, everything else feels kind of watered down,
0: yeah,
1: uh, I just I feel like they put a lot of energy and a lot of money into creating something like really coherent, really cohesive." and it really um i think apart from kind of a lot of series it did a really good job of kind of balancing the couples that it had i mm. think they came at different times throughout the series but i feel like we kind of knew everybody and sometimes when you watch series there might be a side couple and you're like i don't know these people <laughs> <laughs> you know
0: why are they still here <laughs> they're here, here but <laughs>
1: But, yeah. yeah, so I, I really liked uh, Kin Porsche. I actually think my rating system, if I'm going to be really honest, I have a method to this madness. Oh, okay. It is uh, really based off of rewatchability. So how many oh. times I've gone back to rewatch.
0: <laughs> Mine so, was like, how well is it sticking in my head? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So Kinporsh to me,
1: I've gone back to rewatch... One or two times, but I've gone back to rewatch specific scenes and not necessarily Mm. the entire season. So that's why it's more towards the bottom of my list. Okay. Because uh, it was amazing. It was standout. It did something completely new and set new standards. Uh, But I've only really gone back for like uh, a couple things. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Hmm. Okay, you're number four. Number four for me is DNA Says I Love You. Oh, yeah. This, I feel like, is a severely underrated series. Slept on a little bit. Um, Not even slept on. Mm. I think a lot of people were just kind of put off. Mm. Um, and I'm going to say some things that a lot of people probably won't agree with, but I do feel like this is a gender issue. Mm. Um, we're just put off by the fact that the love interest wasn't fully... Biologically within the DNA, male, like XY chromosomes, mm. um, he wasn't necessarily trans, he was intersex. And I think that put a lot of people off. It was like, oh, that's not a real man. And that kind of put them off the series. And I think that just comes down to like yeah. transgender rights still have a very long way to go. Yeah. But I mean, if you are accepting of the fact that he identifies as male. This is a phenomenal BL series. Yeah, it was a really good one. We plowed yeah, it. yeah, like he had like like a lot of emotional turmoil in accepting himself. Yeah, and accepting the fact that will the other character accept me? Yeah, as I am now. Yeah, and so this is a Taiwanese series, and I strongly recommend it. Like I like this series really sat with me. Like I was just like, this is amazing, and when you were telling me, like, yeah, not very many people talk about it or like it, I was floored. Yeah, it was really good. I think at the time when we were watching it, uh,
1: we were surprised at how much it wasn't really talked about, but then when we did find commentary, it's either kind of like people liked it or they were upset that it wasn't just kind of like a BL. Mm -hmm. And And, and it was
0: a BL. Yeah. And Um, so I think this just goes to show, like, the, the BL fandoms, like, we are, like, a lot of us here are very lgbtqia rights like yes totally. queer pride yeah. yeah but this does show that we still have a long way to go a lot of people have a long way to go in terms of accepting what that means
1: yeah it was a really good show though so Platform. if you have not seen it you should check it out it definitely
0: good. check it, it out holy yeah. cow it's amazing yeah 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 all right uh, you're number four?
1: my number four all right my <laughs> number four I don't have to look <laughs> we uh, made a list we did <laughs> uh there was no way i was gonna be able to keep track so my number 4 was Triage. I loved Triage. I think the unfortunate thing about Triage is that it was very very difficult for international yeah, fans. Yeah, they accent. did not
0: care about the international fans.
1: Yeah, it came out for an hour every Monday and yeah. that was it. <laughs> and then it was gone. Uh, but um I loved Triage. I uh, I feel like I'm I've always I'm grateful for honestly BL content in general. Like I love it. I'm so glad it exists. But I think that I get especially happy when we get kind of like plots. (laughs) Sounds like kind of silly, but like story plots. I think Mm, a lot of stuff is like kind of like high school, college, or whatever. And it's kind of like the normal drama. Yeah, like that goes. Like the
0: romance is kind of almost the focus a lot yeah and so it's not often you get ones where there is a bigger plot at play yeah with the romance
1: and that the character's romance is kind of actually driven more by what's happening Mm -hmm. with the plot so actually funny like i feel like ken porsche kind of falls in there too yeah so i so triage is is a similar series like that death
0: two kind of fell into that years ago years ago i mean that's the same universe though right
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Same universe. There you go. <laughs> but Triage was a really, really phenomenal series. And I rewatched that quite a bit because I thought it was super fun. And I love the idea of living like a groundhog day, constantly going back in time to put together pieces to try to save someone or to try to figure out a mystery. It was really engaging. And I thought the actors were phenomenal. And I thought it was just really like I was really on the edge of my seat. I was just like, how is this going to work out? <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh. But, yeah, I really, really love triage. So, yeah. That was my number four.
0: Yay! Yeah. Okay, number three. Number three! Hmm, what is my number three? My number three is Ken Porsche. Ah! And the reason it is higher up on my list is because, um, it has created a fandom. Oh, yeah. And I don't just mean a fandom. At, like the Harry Potter of, like, of BLs. Yeah, they're <laughs> almost like the Harry Potter of BLs at this point, yeah. I feel like, in fandom. Mm. Um... I mean, also outside of fandom, considering that they're doing constant, just like, yeah. <laughs> like tours, tours, which yeah. is amazing. Go them! Um, but like within fandom, like there is a huge fanfic database mm-hmm. out on AO3 for Kin Porsche, which is awesome. So cool! Um, and so many really good long stories are coming out of this, and so I feel like with how with the world that Kin Porsche created, mm. like you don't get worlds like that very often. You don't. That you can really like take and explore. Yeah. Which is what fandom is doing now. Yeah. And that's just great. Like they're kind of like my go to fandom where like, I just mm. feel like reading a fanfic. Like I will go to Kin Porsche uh. and like guaranteed like there's always new stuff to read. Yeah. And I don't think I was even able to get through the old stuff before I had to like kinda of give up. But there's mm. so many good fics out there thanks to Kin Porsche. So that's why they get my number three spot.
1: That's super exciting and yeah. super true. I also feel like it's like the fan of everyone does crossovers with.
0: Yeah, you know love the here like, especially. Like everyone's yeah. like, oh yeah, these are their love children.
1: And yeah. Like, I mean, okay. It, it really, it really was. I mean, it, it was good.
0: Yeah, it was good. It yeah. it, it really like, on. even even if it's not your top series, it did it did something. you probably for heard the of BL it. fandom. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I feel like that definitely deserves an acknowledgement. Yeah, for sure. Alright, your number three? Okay,
1: my number three, we're getting up to a series that I have watched countless times this year, is About Youth. I love About Youth. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> it's Taiwanese drama. It's actually pretty short.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just... It's like a high school. Yeah. A little high school BL.
1: Yeah, which is, you know, I don't know. I mean, because I, w- I was just talking about going towards more plotty things. But I feel like About Youth had a lot of...
0: This dynamics. was a good in it. comfort series.
1: Yeah, it had like a lot of, yeah, a lot of dynamics that really kind of just hit me in the right way. I also think that I didn't really know what was going to happen or what to expect. So Yeah, we went into this one pretty blind. We did. And so I think that aspects of characters' personalities ended up being different than what I thought. And maybe the dynamics in a relationship ended up being different than I thought. But it was done in a way that it felt so new and unique to me. So – and I also feel like the actors were all really, really great, and I I felt – it feels weird. A lot of times I think when we say, like, chemistry, I think we're – like, for me, I think chemistry, we're like, God, like, they're so hot together, and I feel like that's mm, not really – Like, more
0: w- sexual chemistry? Yeah.
1: Okay. I feel like – I don't mean that for – about youth, but the emotional chemistry mm,
0: okay.
1: between the characters – was really good yeah it was really good and I I feel I've, like it was yeah. it was
0: really driven by a strong friendship yeah. on top of a deeper connection
1: yeah which was kind of nice you know you get to see people kind of develop organically yeah in a way and oh man I loved it I've watched about youth so many times <laughs> since it came out so many times I even bought their like there was a photo book that came out. Aww. It was, like, too expensive. But, <laughs> but I got it. I was like, I will support. I will
0: support. That's adorable. <laughs> it was so good. All right, moving on to number two. Okay, number two. Love in the Air. Uh, my number two spot goes to Love in the Air. <laughs> that I feel like for Me, Mind Why, with every series that has come out, it has gotten better. Yeah, each time, like that. Like that studio is just climbing a ladder yeah. in terms of getting better and better with each um, series it releases. With mm-hmm. it releases within its universe, and Love in the Air is definitely like amazing. So good, so good, so good. And it really embraced and did a fantastic job of capturing. The dynamics it was going for mm. um in terms of like i want to like the, I don't want to say like the kinkier side of things, but like it's not often you get like a dominant submissive type role that is done to such perfection <laughs> as it was with love in the air, and they just like the 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 actors they found for it were so perfectly suited for it, yeah, and um. It wasn't, like, the
1: dynamic existing as part of the series so much as it was that their personalities really fit the dynamic. Yeah. So sometimes it's, like, that thing where, you you know, you can tell, like, oh, the series is trying to do this, but it just felt natural that that's where they ended
0: up. Yeah, and that, like... Yeah. Like, we went into it, like, you know, we knew it was going to be a good series based on the previews, and then we watched it, and it was, like...
1: Yeah, I mean... That was... One million times better than we thought it would be. I don't. Yeah, I. F- I feel like every time we met to watch that as it was coming out, <laughs> we just felt stunned. Like, yeah, what?
0: that was. Ah, oh, that's so good. <laughs> so that's why it's number two for me.
1: Oh, that's yeah. that was really good. Um. All right. So my number two, uh, is Semantic Air. Semantic Air. I have also watched countless times. <laughs> I love Semantic Air. <laughs>
0: so scream it from the rooftop
1: so good i don't know like i don't even know where to start i feel like i can do like a freaking ted talk <laughs>
0: like, why it's so good i do I, I do feel like with the Korean bls they're very good at hitting those specific bl fandom kinks mm. that exist but you're not as aware exists like in terms of like size difference mm. or you know the more the character that doesn't want to fall in like you know the leave me alone type character uh, yeah type thing like cream is really they they know what they're doing
1: yeah i I feel like semantic gear is kind of one of those things where it's kind of like an all-rounder for me uh the actors were insanely talented the story was really good I think that the story was really simple but the way that it was told was just. I mean, sometimes the success of a show is really just an execution. And this series, like how it developed and how they executed the storyline. I want to say plot, but there's no plot. (laughs) The (laughs) storyline, I feel like was just great. Mm -hmm. I think the way that they, uh, I mean, obviously this was adapted from a manhwa, but like uh, the way that they adapted certain things like the use of colors in certain scenes you have their individual colors for certain moments but then you have blurred purples for scenes when they're getting closer together like there's a lot of very like intelligent pieces and i also think that just the quality of the show was so was so good and i think it just it also just hit a lot of a lot of places for me i guess all of us just have like little certain plot things or certain types of things that happen that make us you know, go weak in the knees. Uh, I feel like Semantic Error had so many of those for me. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I could go on forever, but Semantic Error is just one of my absolute faves ever. Lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) So good.
0: All right. And then before we move on to our number ones for 2022, should we dish out our honorable mentions? Sure. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to start with, one that we both agreed on deserves an honorable mention is Love Mechanics. <laughs> Love Mechanics. It was so good. That was a very good series. Those actors are amazing. Yeah. And just the story was really good. Yeah, I, rem-
1: I remember watching the original Love Mechanics with Yin and War and feeling like I I had liked it, but I felt it was just like so short that it didn't have time to really be... To be more. And so when they had what said it needed to be. Yeah. So when they said they were going to do oh, like a legit, like full show, I was really excited. But I also kind of feel like with a lot of BL, it's like you're excited, but you have trepidation because yeah. you're kind of thinking, like, hey. but
0: it was great. It was amazing. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I loved it. It was, was good. good. Yeah. Still so good. All right, another notable mention for me is Plus and Minus. Oh uh, yeah, um, that is the lawyer Taiwanese mm. BL. Um, I feel like these, the Taiwanese BLs like they hit different. They do. They they're very different and very unique, and they're all really good. Um, plus and Minus. Why did that one stick with me? Uh, I think it was just the emotion of. Having someone that you loved, but recognizing that, you know, his family wouldn't accept it. Mm. And so just the the angst is what got to me. Like, we left that series, like, as the episodes were coming out. And as we got to the angstier ones, like, I would just go to bed and just lay there and be like, what's going to happen? And just make myself sad. We're going to end <laughs> up together, right? <laughs> <laughs> How is it going to end? Oh, it was good. It
1: was a good one. Plus and minus was a good one. You're right, though. I feel like the Taiwanese ones definitely have like a. They hit deeper. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know what it, about you? Same yeah. thing hits deeper. Yeah, there's so, yeah, there is something that goes like deeper. Yeah. For the Taiwanese ones, so <laughs> if you're just like a Thai BL fan, we highly recommend diving into the Taiwanese
1: totally shows as well. Totally. Um, let's see. Another notable mention for me is going to be, uh, Sky in Your Heart <laughs> from TV. I really liked Sky in Your Heart. I know Star in My Mind was kind of, like, the big, like, poof from those two. I think the most popular of the two. Mm. But for whatever reason, Sky in Your Heart, like, really, oh, I'm having a moment. Sky in Your Heart? Sky in My Heart? I don't know, this is the one you're serious. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, uh, whatever it is, it still deserves a mention. It does. I really. I. This was one of the first times that I'd ever seen a series where the issue. Well, okay. I really appreciated the type of trauma that was presented because I felt like it was having a trauma from a past relationship that makes you feel like you're not good enough. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like we really see that. And I. I liked how it was done. We and saw that in
0: the leaf. "Love in Your Heart." Love in your heart. Wow. Love in the <laughs> air. <laughs> love, in the- Lita. love But different. Shutting up. But different. Continue. <laughs> no, no, I will listen. But <laughs> slightly,
1: slightly different. <laughs> I also think that another thing I really liked about it, though, is that it really kind of dealt with love languages, and mm. I just sounds like really silly. And this is probably just me being like my little, like writer self, but. A lot of the times problems that people have are, like, centered in love language. And I've never seen, like, a more clear example of that depicted in a show where Mm -hmm. someone, their language of love, of what they do for people when they love them, does not match what the other person needs as a language of love. Yeah, And I've just never seen that so clearly depicted. But because of it, it felt like a study in, in... like, I don't know. In my writer's sense, I was like, this is really fun because it's, like, really watching how things fall apart when you don't know that about your partner or you you don't understand that. And, yeah, yeah I, I just really liked that. It made me think a lot. I didn't write any fan fiction, but I pocketed it. I pocketed, I pocketed it. it in my
0: mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh, do you have
0: do another one? I do. Another – my last notable mention is <laughs> my only 12%. Um. I feel like this one, I was a little bit weirded out when I, like, I knew the actors at the start of the series were portraying, like, a younger version of themselves, but when we realized how much younger, I was like, dang, like, these are (laughs) children, but I do feel like it was a very good, like, coming-of-age type story Yeah, in terms of realizing who you love and coming to terms with... I guess not just the fact that, you know, you might be gay, but just like, oh, I just love this person. Yeah. And then, um, you know, just growing up and like, obviously they grew up on different paths and then coming together again and kind of having to learn, like, even though we've grown up separately, like, you're still my number one. Yeah. And so I th- this series really stuck with me. Yeah. Just in terms of like a, a coming of age type story.
1: I feel like it was very slice of life mm-hmm. in how it developed, and everything in their relationship developed super organically. Which, again, we don't always get that in series. A lot of the times, it's like the the funny slipping in the rain events. Yeah. Someone's going to catch the other. Yeah, and it's not really
0: it's not really like that. It's like this. Like, they were established, but they didn't realize they were established. Yeah, and then having them like at, a, at such a young age realizing that they did love each other. Yeah. And then but then being separated yeah. after that realization. Yeah. So I will admit though we did not watch the last what two episodes? One or two. One or two. I think it felt like it felt like the series ended. Yeah.
1: And then it and then it and kept then we were going, like okay we're And done. there was only one possible thing that could have <laughs> yeah, happened at the and end. So and we, we were like, oh, we don't
0: need that. We've seen Make Our Days Count. <laughs> we don't We're not sticking well, around on, thanks. So um I don't know if I watched those last couple episodes that might have changed my notable mention, <laughs> but I didn't. So, so for funny. what I did see, it's they a, get it's, an honorable. It's mentioned, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's mentionable. Uh, what's your last notable mention?
1: Okay, my last one. Uh- and maybe the only reason it hasn't made it to the formal list is just because it's still airing mm-hmm. is my school president. Oh my god. I am that is such i I'm in series. love. I'm in I am absolutely in love. Like, I feel like I'm, the same type of We were not of, expecting these dynamics. No, I feel like the same type of feelings that I have for this show are actually kind of similar to what I had for Bad Buddy last year. Okay. Like it feels like that type of f- fun but like also you don't know what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. but also you kind of have this it's like what you think's gonna happen doesn't quite happen yeah and I I am like I am I'm in love like I I can't wait to see where it's gonna go I'm terrified because there's so many episodes left and I feel like so much progress has been made so far so I'm kind of like what's gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to know but I but I it's on my honorable mention it's still airing and that's the only reason why it's just yeah, like I need to see where list. it goes, but I'm I'm infatuated. It's so good. It is. It's yeah. a very
0: cute series. Mm. Um, I don't know how popular it is. Like, I feel like it's s- gotten more popular. It has. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I feel like it, it depends on what social media platform you are to see like where things to, are at. Yeah, like on. Mm. I think Big Dragon is still very big on Tumblr, and then but if you go to Twitter, it's like different fandoms are popping up. Like, different fandom spaces exist on different platforms. Yeah. Um, okay. So, those are our notable mentions. And now let's go on to our top number one spots for the year of 2022 for BL. Mm-hmm. What's your number one, Kim?
1: I mean, it should come as no surprise to anyone that it's Love in the Air.
0: Oh! I love mean, in the Air. You don't
1: say!
0: <laughs>
1: what? Based <laughs> off of Color Me Surprise? <laughs> like I have an illness at this point <laughs> like it's like you need therapy I, I yeah I've watched it so many times I can't stop thinking about it it took me away from my original to write fiction for it <laughs> I mean it's really consumed me it's really really good I at, like semantic air could also host a TED talk on the number of <laughs> reasons why so. I feel like love in the air is just amazing uh but also if you've listened to our other things you've heard me rant and <laughs> rave so i just you know i digress what yours
0: my number one spot is i will knock you oh my gosh if you've listened to our <laughs> podcast you will I also not be surprised i will knock you every week like it is so over the top but not in a cringy way and like they really own it kind <laughs> of comedic way like, it's not, like, because you know, like, slapstick, it's, like, the hit is what makes it funny. Mm. With this, it's, like, a slap scrape. <laughs> like, they keep going with it. So, yeah. it's, like, yeah. And then just. <laughs> it. And you, you're just sitting there, like, I can't believe they're doing this. And then they keep doing it. You're just, like. <laughs> 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 and, yeah. And it's just so funny. And the dynamics, again, like, between the characters, like, they're different than a lot of the tropes that have come to develop Mm -hmm. within Thai BLs. Like, this second half of the year, they're really breaking a lot of molds. Yeah. And I think I Will Knock You is doing a fantastic job with that as well. Like, as each episode airs, they're gaining popularity. I know it's extremely popular in Thailand because whenever I make posts about it on Twitter, um, a lot of the people that like it and retweet it are all all Thai. Oh, yeah. And so, like, I'll go to their, like, you know, their Twitter pages to be like, oh, can I make a new friend? It's, like, all in Thai. And I was like... Darn! <laughs> I can't understand. <laughs> but um, yeah, mm. so it is it is definitely like rising fast mm. and I hope I can't wait to see like where it ends up. So Yeah, creeping towards the end. Ha, <sighs> I love it. I love it so much. I, I do hope though that they will release it on more platforms. Yeah. Like some of the other series end up doing. Yeah. Because right now it's only on Gaga and then if you pay for a subscription to A's play, I think on YouTube, you can watch it as well. But um, I'm really hoping, like, once it's done, like, maybe Vicky will pick it up or... She's, like, their number one PR. <laughs> yeah. PR rep here. <laughs> yeah. I can start the American fan club for I Will Knock You. I, I just a little flag. <laughs> it is a really fun series. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. It is so fun. I look forward to it every week. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, like, comedy, like, theirs isn't everyone's cup of tea. But it's, like, if you watch it, like, you're going to find it funny, even if you don't like comedy. Like, you're going to watch mm-hmm. this and be like... <laughs> so, Yeah. So that is our top five rankings plus notable mentions for 2022. I can't believe it's over. It's over. over, Going into
1: 2023. (laughs) And we have so many good shows, it looks like, that are going to come out next year, too. Yeah,
0: but that's going to have to be a different podcast. Oh,
1: totally. But it's crazy to go back and recap 2022 because we truly had a lot. I mean... We're we're listing off these, but if we went through shows that we liked and enjoyed, this list would be forever twice as long. Forever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree. So yeah, let us know. Like, what are your top five? Yeah, I'm
1: curious. Know.
0: Yeah, like just it's just interesting how like even ours are so different. People's yeah, their tastes and yeah. shows are so different. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to know what someone else's top five are. Yeah. For 2022. Yeah. So, yeah, comment that, like, subscribe, all that good stuff, and we will see you next time. Yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.